good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Who's a giddy doggy? Who's a giddy doggy? Who's a giddy doggy? Sustain. Nutrition. Chewing. The Fat. Podcast. Episode 23. Well, I think it might be 24, you know, but I'm not sure. I'm sure I said 23 last time and I was wrong. Whatever episode you clicked on, that is what <laughs> it is. With my experimental opening there. Right, Josephine. It's Friday afternoon. It's a rainy Friday afternoon. I don't know why I had to look out the window for that. <laughs> I've just I've walked, in. walked in four minutes ago. We've got a wet puppy here. Oh, hello. Uh, right, Joe, what are we talking about? We're talking Another about... seamless intro. <laughs> Professionals of the death. We're talking today about personal training. Bosh, bosh, bosh. A career me and you have done Got a fired of... from. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a podcast on that when we finally run out of ideas. So I was driving into work today and I was thinking about a friend of ours who is a good friend of ours. I quite like him. I think James is too, I don't know. He spends, you know, a, a portion of his time bashing personal trainers. Not so to speak, not that kind of bashing. What was that? Huh? I'm going to show you through... Um... The powers of mine. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? No, anyway. <laughs> and, you know, one of his things is he just kind of says, this is a lot of flaws with personal trainers. And I was like, mm, I agree with a lot of things that he says. I just feel it's a bit negative, and I feel there's lots of positives to be said about personal trainers, but there's also lots of negatives too, and I do love a good moan. I think it's the same with pretty much any profession, in it? You know, there's going to be good people, there's going to be bad people, but because it is so easy to get into, and it can be quite misleading. Yeah, it's a nice idea, isn't it? I think a lot of people like going to the gym, a lot of people like the idea of being a personal trainer, because you work for yourself you're helping people, you're in a gym. You train celebrities, it's very glamorous. Yeah, absolutely. Make <laughs> absolutely loads of, not. Make loads of money. You do lots of cleaning. Yeah, you do it as the first, don't you? I think it's an interesting one, because like you say, the entry point is so low, it's so easy to get into now, they have like interest-free courses where you can start you know, without even a deposit. But it's just always going to get full of, just full of people, and you're going to get a broad range as a result of that, I think the average career span for a personal trainer is 18 months. 16, I think. And that includes everyone who's done it for 10 years. Yeah, so there is literally kind of... I've worked in a, a couple of commercial gyms. But have you just worked Virgin and the, the other, other one? The other gym. The other one, that's no name. Um, <laughs> and you did see like a real quick turnover of PTs, you know, kind of like three months would be pretty kind of average just because... Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to the, the kind of the people who are selling their courses... It's very misleading. Uh, it's just like, you want a career in fitness, you want to earn as much money as you possibly want. <laughs> as you can fit in your wallet. Yeah, like. then do personal training. And people <laughs> think, yep, yeah, cool, I love working out, I love hanging around the gym. Um, I'll have a bit of that. You know, pay the £1,000, whatever it is for the course, do that over... And the rest. Do that over three months, over a couple of weekends. That's what I did. Um, turn up, put the little... 
uh, testimonial board, not testimonial board, like kind of board on their wall. This is me, personal trainer, and then just expect people to phone them up and say, I saw your board, I really want to train with you. And then by you know the end of month one, you're shitting fibers. Oh man, I could absolutely go in on the industry here. So where we worked at Virgin, there was a PT manager. They had all sorts of people who came in and trained the coaches and they had people who do sales stuff. And in hindsight, knowing what we know now, they're absolutely crap. I cannot believe there's so many people doing that because their motive was along the lines of find someone who needs some help you know how many people do you need to talk to to get a taster yeah. how many tasters do you need to do to sign up do all the maths well there you go if you talk to 100 people you'll get five clients well not at all because i know people who could you know sell personal training to someone who just walked in the front door and other people like me and you who you know were good trainers well after a while i was a good trainer but you know would struggle to sell because you go you can do pt if you want but don't worry if you don't you know it's cool yeah because it's not as simple as just speak to 100 people, get five clients. You know, we, we, know, we know PTs who've got massive turnover rates and other PTs who've got exceptionally low ones because that's really good at keeping clients. You know, there's such a broad array that it's such bullshit to say to PTs, you know, put X in, get Y out. It just doesn't work like that at all. And but it's anyway, hard, it's, it's, I feel like we've got into more of PT advice. Mm, true. It's, you know, it's a hard job, I think, is probably the thing there. I'd want to get across is that although I'm about to slam into PTs it is a tough job to do you've got to be quite resilient you've got to be willing to talk to people all day and have people really uninterested in what you have to say it's a bit like working at Sustain <laughs> <laughs> that's just me and you but um, yeah I don't want to put anyone off if there's any potential PTs out there because I know there are quite a few of our clients who have actually trained up to be PTs mm. not saying Which we inspire nice. them or anything um, but it's not as glamorous as you think people think Oh, PT super super glamorous. You know, you just get to train people. You do a couple of hours a day, and that's it. Shag you know. your clients. Oh God, God no! That's what a lot of people think. Um, not the case. Absolutely not to be off a killer there. You know, you might do twenty five sessions. I remember you know speaking to my old boss in a different job, and he was like, you know, what do you do? Like, all right, average, you know, kind of twenty five sessions a week. All right, how much do you charge? Thirty five pounds an hour or per session, I should say. Oh, well, that's not bad, is it? Yeah, but then it takes me 70 hours <coughs> to deliver those because I might have people in at 6 and 7 o'clock and then some at midday and then some back on an evening. So it takes you a 12, 13-hour day to get those sessions done and then there's all the other stuff in between that, like writing programs, checking nutrition. I thought you were going to say 70 hours of that. I was like, I've never did no, 70, never 70 hours, hours of that. work. So, you know, it quickly changes and, like I said, you know, lots of five, six AM starts and stuff like that, he's not as glamorous as turning up and going to Beverly Hills mansion and training Beyonce. And the next issue is, you know, getting the clients to really care and ultimately a lot of people will do PT and not get any results because it's just they feel like it's the next logical step. And we've had better results. I could say if if you gave me a hundred or ten clients of PT and ten clients for sustain, I could get better results across the board over those 10 people unsustained. Yeah, I'd probably, Especially within a shorter time frame, you know, longer time frame, possibly not, because you've got to think that the cumulative effect of training is pretty big if you can get someone training consistently. Whereas if someone falls off with sustain, you know, that's, that's the way it is. But that was just my experience of it. And I think that you've just got to think about what people really need. And an hour of training a week's great. But if you did, you did a good class, it's probably going to get as much as some people actually get from PT. Because some people just aren't, it sounds nasty, just aren't that bothered. You know, they pay their money, they do the session, that's it. So I think, stepping back a little bit to how kind of oversaturated the industry is, that's when we see quite a kind of like a few 
flaws with um no I won't say new people because you know I've met some you know some PTs who've not been going along who are very very good but just and a, they're unsuccessful yeah but I just just the mass amount of people coming into the industry means that there is quite a bit of shit out there yeah you know and I was as well when I first started because the only, only thing I had before that was my own experience training yeah you know what else are you going to have and then you learn your anatomy and you find out what supersets are if you didn't know them already and then you're kind of let loose to try and help people so you're not going to start off you know when we speak to new PTs they go I only want to work with really dedicated people good luck with that yeah you probably never will that'll probably take you 10 years to get to that point because that's just the nature of the beast is that when you first start you don't have that depth of knowledge and that ability to to coach people at a certain level who have got that dedication and the places that you work in <coughs> probably don't lend themselves to that you know if you're working out of and you know other gyms available but if you're working out of pure gym where you get you know it's 15 pounds a month or something like that you're going to get more of a recreational gym user you're not probably going to get someone who wants to increase the 400 meter run time or you know has very very specific goals to go in there because they want to get a bit fitter they want to lose a bit of weight and that's about it and that's not a bad thing you know some of my favorite clients it's interesting isn't it? you have the people who are serious their ambitions are serious but their application's not so great which have the people who are quite vague and they just turn out to be workhorses you know one of my first PT clients was a guy I remember he lost like four stone in three months I just said to him once how did you ever get fat I said your work rate's just phenomenal I used to absolutely love training him and that's what I was thinking before when you were saying not to put people off like I really enjoyed PT I would go back to it don't get me wrong I love sustain more but it was definitely a job that I'd recommend to people and it is Rewarding, yeah. I think you've just, just got not you, as good as it sounds. Yeah, you just got to go with your eyes open, not think this is a super glamorous job because it's not. Yeah, right. Let's have a go at some PTs. So red flag. So we're going to talk about like some, you know, again with the coaching business and coming from kind of being PTs, we see a lot of stuff that goes wrong. So me and Joe, we're training gyms. And you'll see PTs how they're acting with the clients, what they do with the clients, and then through sustain, we'll get kind of. You know, people who are still working with PTs, but then it's paying for us to help with the nutrition. And you'll hear about workouts, or you'll hear about suggestions or lack of suggestions that are kind of real red flags, as in you probably shouldn't be giving this person your money unless you just like spending time with them. Yeah, and if it's worth it to you to get an hour long beasting, then that's cool. But if you're looking for a more comprehensive service, you know, if you really want a result, work with us. If you want to work, you know, if you want to get beasted in the gym for an hour, get yeah. a PT. Because I can't push you through a gym session for an hour unless you live in Leeds and are willing to travel to Bramley. In which case, it's the bargain price. <laughs> <laughs> because most PTs, you know, I spoke to... I, a lady, I signed a lady up the other day because she said, my PT said they're going to give me daily nutritional support. And I said, I don't think that's going to happen because PTs are quite busy. They don't realise how much of a pain in the arse this is. You know, it is an inconvenience to have to message it's your a 25 full-time clients. Job, yeah. Yeah. It's a full-time job. And the things that, you know, I was talking to someone about running the business the other day. Don't worry, I'll get back to my point in a minute. I appreciate <laughs> I've got a massive tangent here. There's so many parts to running a business like Sustain. You would have absolutely no idea when you first start. You need, you know, email systems. You need payment systems. You need systems to get the payments to talk to the emails. You know, you need to pay for your, inter- you know, you need to pay for the, the e- uh, sorry to pay for use of an email account you know I think it was like 25 different things personal trainers have none personal trainers don't pay for anything a very good PT might have paid for 
um, an app that they can give to their clients. Yeah. That would put you ahead of 95% of PTs. Easily. If you turned up and said, sign up with me, I'll give you a training app. Yeah. And it costs, you know, a couple of hundred quid for you to do these sorts of things. That would put you streets ahead of everyone. Um, and that's what people kind of struggle with with personal training because there's so much to running a, a, you know, a, a business that covers all these angles that ultimately all they can really give you is an hour of their time and hopefully a training plan that they've probably emailed over to you they've typed up in Word. You, know, you won't get these awesome... People just don't realise, do they? Like the programmes that we give out, you know, it's, we've paid designers to do this, we've, we've done the photos ourselves, you know, there's lots of different parts that go into this, that typing out something on Word is a five-minute job. To put together something professional is weeks of work. Yeah. You know, it's a massive difference, so it's very, very hard for personal trainers to offer this level of service because they just don't have the money, the access to the resources, the knowledge, the awareness that it's necessary because people will just pay. You know, I had loads of clients who didn't want a program, who just wanted to pay for an hour beasting. But if you want to actually get a result, that's not going to cut it. Go to CrossFit, honestly. If you just want to get your ass kicked, pay 80 quid a month and then go to as many sessions as you can cram into your schedule because you'll get more out of that. Definitely. And that's not to be nasty to any PTs. You know, I know a lot of PTs who are very good. I would question whether they would get better value from PT or CrossFit and working with us. Yeah. That'd be my, my God's honest suggestion to most people. I, I agree, Joe. Mm. I agree, Joseph. So I think, yeah, kind of red flags if you've got a PT and they're giving you no nutritional support or advice, which is super common. <laughs> like, if, like none. Or yeah. if they're just saying, I remember one PT saying to me, my nutrition advice is paleo. Amazing. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks for that, dude. <laughs> and then... <laughs> nice guy. Will you stop, stop your results? Uh, more paleo? Yeah. Strict paleo? Clean paleo. Um, you know, if they are not giving you any training to do, so you're seeing them once a week, once a fortnight, once a month, whatever it is, and they don't give you any kind of training plan to follow afterwards, if they don't have a plan of what you're going to do in that session, you know, super common one is just people just winging it. So it's just like, right, what are we going to do next? Oh, we're doing this, we're doing that, blah, blah. And they don't record anything you do. If there's no repetition of sessions, again, it's going to depend on your goal. But if your goal is to get stronger and, you know, burn more fat or, you know, reduce your body fat, there needs to be some kind of progressive resistance for me personally. To stand up for PTs there, there's times before when I've written plans and it's seven o'clock in version yep. and you go, we'll do bench press, busy. We'll do flies, busy. We'll do dips, busy. So you do have to go on the hoof sometimes but you do need to have metrics to follow and this is why I'm so arsy with my clients about this like are you tracking how far you run are you tracking the weights you lift no well how the hell are you going to do better then yeah because ultimately if I run a 10k tomorrow in I'm not even gonna, I'm going to give an honest time 55 minutes and then I do that every day for two months by the end of that two months I'm burning fewer calories from my run because it's going to be it's not going to say easy it's going to be more manageable to you're going to be more efficient at it yeah so this is what you see a lot is people I used to I can smile about it now when you used to give people sample sessions and you'd be like I want you to do a bet, you know a leg press a pull down a push press that's it some rower sprints and they'd be doing it six months later like you didn't same with sustain yeah. you did not need a plan you need to execute it consistently at the right intensity that's your biggest issue and that's, you know, what you see is that people just don't quite get the, the other one you, you get quite a lot of the times and people go, I don't need a personal trainer, I've got my boyfriend. Like, what's his job? Unless it's a PT, you've not got a PT. You know, you've got some kind of support system and a bit of motivation. 
but someone without the skill set, without the knowledge. Like you say, it's, you know, it's like saying, I don't need a mechanic. I've got some tools. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. Me doing work in my house. So, you know, I, I rent out my rooms and then sometimes something will go wrong. And I will go. No, I could, I can sort this. And the number of times I've bought stuff and gone, well, that was a fucking waste of time and money. Why don't I just get someone else to do it? it same with buying secondhand for, like white goods and stuff, isn't it? Is it always costs you more money and time in the long run because you end up buying the, the, the proper goods in the end? Live and learn. Yeah, but yeah, you know, PT is not tracking progress. Another tangent central over here, isn't it? Today? Absolute <laughs> killer. I'm trying to keep it online. Yeah, good work. Good luck. Um, yeah, you just got to be careful. And it is hard because you don't necessarily know. You're not going to know by looking at a PT. Just because a PT's got a six-pack or, you know, big arms doesn't make him a good PT. God, we mean you'd have been fucked if it was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I know plenty of great PTs that are in fantastic shape, but then I've also met plenty of absolute dog shit PTs <laughs> that are in great shape. You can see that Joe falls into neither category. <laughs> No, seriously, just because someone's got... I mean, I'm a big believer of success leaves clues and all that, but do you have to have a six-pack to be a good PT? No. You have to have a good knowledge base. You have to be you know, diligent, empathetic. There's lots of different things other than low body fat that will make you a good PT. God, being able to talk to people is a pretty good start, isn't it? From, from the suggestions of how to get your ideas across to a client, also how to get clients, that's what you need, isn't it? You need to be able to be willing to help people and not get upset when someone goes I'm not interested yeah yeah it's a tough one I think the other thing you see with, with PTs or another uh, not the other one other um, PTs are like to talk I remember seeing quite a few people who would love to just kind of chat and let their clients get away with it and that's fine with some clients but when you see it across every single one of their clients you kind of question not what their motives are but just professionalism I guess because it's most of the time they're talking about themselves you do and you know you're in an industry that's centered around athletic ability you're going to get a lot of phil learning talks about this quite nicely a lot of very vain people yeah and that's just part and parcel of it and i think that it's quite important to make yourself stand out from that and i always used to try and do that would be to try and make myself seem as unvain as possible because that's why I used to look so scruffy. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's why I kept, <laughs> why I kept myself slightly, like, slightly fat as well. <laughs> because people have this image of PTs that they are, you know, often young. Gods. Yeah, young, in shape, really happy. Unapproachable. Yeah. And it's because a lot of them act like it. Mm. So you've got to try and not be like that. And also, I guess as a, as a client, is appreciate that just because someone matches your demographic, so if it's a 40-year-old woman, they may be able to relate to you better doesn't mean they're the best coach for you still there's lots of different things to look at on that front Most, yeah. mostly have they written your training plan yeah or recording your ways or your progress or helping you in any other way and that's it I think you've got to remember if you're working with a PT now why did you get a PT you didn't get a PT because you thought you know what I need I need a PT you got a PT because you think I want this end result and the pathway to it is by getting a personal trainer is by investing in someone who has better knowledge base than me on this subject, you know, maybe the accountability as well is part, you know, a massive part of it. If knowing that you have a session that you need to turn up to, so then if you're not getting this result, you know, what are you paying them for? Yeah, did you pay to get your bench rest better? No, you paid for fat loss. So don't. Did get you pay fat- for sixty minutes of company on a Tuesday evening? Did I? No, definitely not. <laughs> so we'll go through the invoice book. <laughs> um, 
again, just purely from our <laughs> kind of our point of view with Sustain, that we speak to people who are like, you know, what's your training plan this week? And they might come on and they might do the seven day kickstart, so they're just kind of testing out the coaching. What's your, you know, your training this week? Well, I have a, I work with a PT twice a week, blah, blah, blah. How long have you been working with PT? For two years, and you've still not got the results, or you know, you've not, don't feel you've got the support, and you're looking for something else. That's a big red flag for me, is just, you're paying for a result, really. You know, you're not paying to have a friend for an hour. So why, I'd question why you've not got that result yet from your PT. You know, I've got a client that I'm working with at the moment who said, no matter what they try, they can't lose weight. They've been working with PT for two years. And in the last four weeks, she's lost eight pounds since doing sustain. God, imagine how much she spent on that PT. I know. Now, what is your average PT going to be? 35 quid a yeah, week? Yeah, probably. So 35, one session a week. 30 quid. You know, you're talking you know, upwards 150, 160 pounds a month. That's a lot of cheddar. <laughs> There's a lot of money in it. Especially when you can work with us for... Uh... The bargain price of £10 for a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's a lot of money to be giving someone and not getting the result that you want. You know, it's not like you'd get into a taxi and say, right, I want to go into the city centre and they just don't bother taking you there and you still pay them. Yeah. That'd be nuts. <laughs> Ah, I've yeah, just dropped just, you back at your house. You've, you've got absolutely nowhere, but thanks for your money. <laughs> <You're like, coughs> same time next week. Yeah, my bench press is better. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just uh, think about your investment. Think about what you're doing. Like I said, you're not, no one necessarily joins the gym because they wake up and go, oh, I really think I need to join the gym or I really need to get a PT. You're looking at that end result and if you know the course of action that you're taking is not getting you that end result, Thing you need to think about what you're spending your money on for me. Yeah, 100% totally agree with everything you just said. Um, you weren't listening. I was, ish. <laughs> Hungry. I think, yeah, just to, just to go, a, a sign-off point from me would be, you know, what do you need to get that result? And often people think it's the training situation, which would explain why um, gyms are bigger business than yeah. diet companies or, you know, whatever you want to call it, nutritional companies. But it's just night and day for me between how many people I got results with as a PT versus how many with sustain. You know, we've got hundreds probably of transformations now. We've got so many. And that has just come from helping people with their nutrition. So many people come in and go, but what's the training plan like? Honestly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you just work hard and I'll give you a couple of, what do you enjoy? And I'll tweak it a little bit. That is more, more than enough if you get your food on point. Um, so that'd be my focus for me. It'd be PT's great, but Man, get your nutrition nailed down. Yeah, it's an absolute luxury. Isn't it? I appreciate that sounds, you know, it's quite cliche and it's going to come from a nutrition company. But if PT got better results and I felt it was a bigger success, you know, I could I could do better, then I would be doing that. But I think that nutrition is going to have a bigger impact. Yeah, I think you just need to ask yourself, is it... I don't think that I know that. Is your food 100% perfect and spot on, but you're not getting results because you don't quite have the right training plan or... You know, you're not doing a tri-set on incline, flat and decline bench press. It's probably not. You know, it's very... Well, look, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not the case that you don't have the correct intensity in your workout. One hour a day or three hours or four or five hours a week in the gym is so easy and it's such a small percentage of your day, of your week, of your month. It's the rest of the time when you're fucking up. The rest of the time, your food choices, your habits, your behaviours, they're the things that are holding you back. Training is easy. 
And I had a client do that as well. I had a client who did, depending on his week, but the most he did was six sessions in a week. So he'd probably average kind of three or four. Um, but would never. I think he brought me a food diet once. And I used to. I went through a phase of trying to text him every day to do it because he just did not buy into it. As much as I kind of desperately tried to hammer home the need for this, it just didn't go through. The bloke got incredibly fit in the end. Yeah. You know because he was doing so much exercise and I was pushing him so hard. But he, you know, and he got leaner, but nowhere near what he could have done. You think, imagine how fit this guy was because he was doing so many sessions and I was this working into the ground. Who got like pretty much in the marine fitness test. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So this was a guy who wasn't overly great at pushing himself even with a PT. So when I would get frustrated, we would do treadmill work because it's literally the only thing where you can push a button and someone has to work. Or they fall off. Or they are coming off that treadmill. So I used to obviously look like a particularly lazy PT, but it would be at the end of my tether with this guy. And then he ended up being able to do, uh, he got fit enough. So the marine entrance test is a mile and a half in under 10 minutes. They got him down to like 9.40 at one point. I was trying to get him into the parachute regiment to finish this. <laughs> but then it, one day he went to a 10K and he thought it was going to take him an hour. And he, he just said he just blasted past the field. I think he did it like, he did his first 10K in 45 minutes. Nuts. But he could have looked fantastic if he just put a little bit of focus into his food. But a refusal, you know, I mean, that's talking like hundreds of pounds a week on PT. God, I wish I'd seen all of that. Never mind. And that's just the way that it works. That's the perception that people have. And I think if you're listening to this thinking, I might get a PT, put more effort into your food first. And if that means buying some salmon and some steak and some prepped veg rather than having to prep it yourself or some good ready meals, then yeah. do that because you're going to get more from it. You know, most people, the cost of their PT, they'd probably get a decent food prep service you know, for an evening meal three times a week, as a random example, or, you know, a really good quality takeaway. And that's going to make a bigger difference than you getting a PT and then eating a load of shit on the weekend. So, just to bring it to a happier point... Oh, man, I feel like I've absolutely dragged that all over. <laughs> if you are, you know, if you still want to get a PT, then just look for <coughs> testimonials. Ask to see what plans they give their clients. Yeah. Testimonials, ask what kind of, yeah, the plans, you know, what kind of... Uh, accountability they give you on your training on your nutrition you know will they be giving you out plans will they have you know focus plans during your session will they be logging the ways that you're using you know ask them what they're going to do first because if you just sell the stuff they'll just say yeah 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 do that yeah 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 Yeah, absolutely and you know what god's honest you might get through all of your pts in the gym yeah before you fill that checklist before you get a full house of training plan check your nutrition some guidance before you set some off honestly a lot of PTs will not be able to give you those three things they should at least give you a training plan look over your week's food give you some tweaks yeah check your progress monitor Sorry, it tra- yeah track your sessions that'd be a good one yeah track and your progress with your um, you know you wear your body fat now they don't need to be giving you the ultimate periodized split program they've just designed specifically for you but there needs to be something same with the nutrition you can't expect them to be looking at your food every single day because it is a serious amount of man hours you can't expect to look at them once a week you know? yeah 100% so those are the things that I would look out for if I was to get a PT I wouldn't want to just turn up for an hour and then go oh fuck I've got to join next uh, right TRX rows push press deadlifts rower. <laughs> let's go let's do a little circuit let's just make it up what do you like what, or what do you want to do today stuff like that oh let me just have one more run when you see when you see a PT say something like it's Tabata week this week every one of my clients on Tabata today oh I got what one. what the fuck is that all about what a load of shit 
there's a big difference. In fact, Joe sent me a screenshot today because we're like two old women of <laughs> someone's, which kind of inspired this podcast, I presume. Yes. Um, someone's workout that they did, and it's just. It, it's, it's fine. Where, yeah, if a, if a PT sets up your workout, <laughs> it's like a fucking obstacle course race. Then it's probably shit. You know, if they're doing stuff, and again, it's going to come down to your goals. If your goal is to be entertained for an hour, sweet, go do Tabata battle ropes with eight different variations, and then jump on and off a Bosu ball. You know, I can't think. Curtsy lunges into bicep girls. Into yeah, you know what I mean. Run on a spot whilst holding a barbell over your head. Stuff like that, you know, work with bands, all that shit. Right, that's fine if you enjoy it, but you're not there, like James says, to be entertained. You're there to get results. Yeah, and generally that's the PT feeling that he has to entertain you. They're probably bored of because they've done eight clients that day, maybe, if they're any good. So successful, (laughs) not any good. Um, So just watch out for stuff like that. You know, it's it's simple things, but it's things that you don't like. Oh, I'm doing a super advanced training problem. Uh, Problem. Training plan, but you know, if you've got three stones to shift and you've been going to the gym for two months, you probably shouldn't be jumping on and off a bosu. You're gonna break your fucking ankle. Reverse uh, kettlebell snatches into yeah, a lunge. Into a reverse lunge. You see it a lot with new PTs, and again, just to defend them a little bit, is when you start, you want to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. You don't realize that every single one of your clients should just do a push, squat, a hinge, pull, a push, a pull, carry, and some cardio. So it is hard, and you, you see people do a full circle on this. Me included, you know. I get. Yeah, but no, me too. I remember planning all my workouts out, like, uh, and then you know, panicking because it was forty-five minutes into the session, and done everything that I planned. Like, oh god, uh, yeah. uh, fifty-minute plank. Yeah, I remember just doing like uh, putting a Bosu ball on a power plate. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> super, super instability. Come on, yeah, it's such a lot of crap, um, and that's fine because people have got to start somewhere. And if you are very new to training, then that is going to more than you know be enough for you but I don't like to see people waste their money so you can do that for a couple of months but then find a PT who suits your needs better and ticks those boxes you want someone who's going to kind of push you out of your comfort zone and to get you to do things you wouldn't normally do and just kind of jumping around a gym isn't that I'd really really want to see a proper plan in place yeah again it's just weighing it up do you want to be entertained and have fun for an hour get a bit of a sweat on cool or do you want to train towards something to an end result because odds are if you're doing these kind of like crazy different circuits and oh, do a class if you want to do that. week and stuff like that yeah then it's not going to it's going to get you hot it's going to get you sweat it's going to burn a bit of energy but it's not going to help you progress towards your goals good ranty I know to summarise if <laughs> you want to this four times if you want to become a PT become a PT but just go with your eyes open and realise you're either going to have to do a lot of cleaning or you're going to have to pay a lot of rent to work there. And if, or you're going to have to bend over yeah. Virgin Active, <laughs> make them loads of money whilst I take the rest of it. I probably shouldn't say bend over. It's quite inappropriate. Or, Just um, pull your pants down. Harvey Weinstein over it. But it is a fun job. It's very rewarding. It's just you're not going to be training athletes and celebrities. And if you do anything different to what we've just said, we'll probably critique you on the next podcast. <laughs> if you are working with a PT and you're not getting the results that you want, question that. You know, if you are still trying to further your education on nutrition, you know, if you're thinking about working with us or you're working with us, question why you're paying for a PT as well. Because odds are you can do what you need to do in the gym yourself or with classes. Or like Joe said, join a CrossFit gym for 75 quid a month. It's going to have all your training in it. It's going to have someone teaching you and correcting you in it. 
So basically all the joys of a personal trainer, but with the group support as well. Just not quite as precise. Yeah, a real good, anyway. a good sense of community. Um, and if you're a PT, you listen to this, and you don't do all the things you said, get your shit together. Or drop us a message and we'll tell you what you can use. It took us about five years to get to that point. Yeah, well, of course. So I would, uh, like, again... We, we could save you hard. five years of mistakes. Of shit PT. Yeah. Or uh, below, you know, below what you could offer. There's, you know, there's, there's lots of resources out there, ours included, that can be used to help your clients and to get them the knowledge that they need. You look so much more professional, you know, if someone says, I'd like to train with you. Okay, well, I need your email for your sign-up, and I'm going to send you over these documents to give you a base starting point. And yeah. them out, you know. It looks brilliant and stuff like that, because other PTs aren't doing it. Indeed. Right. I think that's us. Oh, I'm hungry now as well. No, I'm hungry. Right, thank you very much. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tag any PTs that you know. <laughs> if you think in this podcast, then feel free to ask us. We'll tell you. May upset us. Right, good night, good bless. Fender says goodbye.